and Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 188 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back in another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, make sure you guys go check that out. Talked about a lot of stuff that's still pretty relevant in the realm of sports. But obviously, uh, you guys are here for one reason and one reason only. You guys see the title. And, uh, you know, Super Bowl is here, man. Super Bowl uh, will be upon us in just a couple of days. Rams versus Bengals. I know a lot of people are hyped for that. I'm super hyped. I know my mom is super hyped for that, man. So, you already know who I'm rooting for. But, yeah, man, if you missed last week's episode, make sure you guys go check it out. Um, but today, I got I got a special guest. And I'm really, really excited about this because I, I, like, I feel like this is, like, way overdue. He's probably going to say the same thing. But here... We got the CEO, if you know, you know, we call him P.O., but we got the CEO of Andy Up Consulting. We also got the host of What's the Line podcast. We also got the host of Andy Up University. And we also got one of three participants on What's the Line Monday morning show. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my man, the meticulous Mark P. P, what's good, bro? Yo, Mike Curry, my guy. How you doing, man? First of all. Thank you for having me. Uh, like I said, we it's definitely overdue, like you said. But um, you know, I've just been waiting, itching to talk NBA. It's been straight NFL for six months, so you know, I still got some, <laughs> I still got some juice for that. I'm waiting to talk NBA as well, and I'm, I'm just uh, I'm happy to be on. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you know, welcome back to the show. I know a while ago uh, during tournament time, I had you and Rome on. Uh, I, I think I want to make that like an annual thing, so we might as well get that in motion. Yeah, no um, doubt we but, can do that again. But again, I wanna I wanna thank you um for having me a part of Annie Up. I know the way it, it just ha- it happened super organically, you know what I'm saying? You know, through Rome. And you know, I always, you know, when I get the opportunity, I wanna thank you for just welcoming me with open arms, you know, to the Annie Up family, bro. So again, I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's it's, it's great to have you. It's all collaborative. We all put our heads together. Um, and you know, we, we make things happen, so um, but yeah, March Madness is definitely coming up right after the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a take a little 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 week to myself, but um deep diving in the, the college hoops as well, NBA. So it's that time of the year. Yes, yes. Uh shout out to the whole Andy Up gang real quick, Sound Man, Paris. Uh we got um Keese, Papa Keese, uh Jordan, she's a part of it because you know she's uh Monday morning pod. But yeah, shout out to everybody, man. Um, but let's get right into it, man. NBA. A uh, crazy, crazy day. Um, NBA trade, NBA trade deadline is something. I, it's always a big show for me. I always kind of like promo is super heavy, and it happened to fall on the same, you know, uh, coming days. You know, right before the Super Bowl, man. So we got some crazy stuff. Uh, let's first talk about this James Harden and Ben Simmons swap, man. So today, the Nets agreed to send James Harden over to the Philadelphia 76ers and. I truly believe that the Sixers came up off of this. I mean, I'm sorry, the Nets came up off of this because as they received Ben Simmons, they also received Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and two first-round picks. P, first, what are your thoughts on this trade? Um, Were you shocked? I know it was, like, you know, rumored a little bit, you know, throughout the week, but what's your impressions on this trade, man? What you think? Who do you think anybody won, anybody lost it? What's your take on it? 
yeah, I mean, this, this trade specifically, I mean, you know, when it comes down to star players, it really just gets down to, like, NBA history, right? Like, mm-hmm. who's going to be able to, like, conquer another championship? You know, we got the, we got, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie's, who, you know, obviously won championships in the past. And then you got James Harden and Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, who have not uh, won championships just yet. But um, I, I, I think it's pretty even for both trades. I know that Brooklyn um, did get the uh, the first round picks. Um, so, I mean, that, that's good for them specifically, like when you're, mo- you know, trying to move players or, um, you know, what I mean, just trying to bring a player in. But mm-hmm. I, I just think that overall, I think both teams are better than they were, you know, 12 hours ago. Um, and mm-hmm. like from Brooklyn's standpoint, all right, you lose James Harden, who can naturally score the ball. But you're you, you're much better defensively, um, and you have another ball handler. You know Kyrie, and I know Kyrie only played half the game, half the games. But you know Kevin Durant, like, and then you also got Seth Curry in the deal, so you got shooters around the guy. Um, yeah. And you know you're not playing through a big man, which he had to do with Joel Embiid. And then for Philly, I like it just off strength that um, you know Harden, um, you know, is going to be play well with Joel Embiid. I, I could just see that one two punch working out well. But um, I, I think that overall, they, they, they still may see some challenges. You know, you know, both teams, I mean, not both teams, but you got Harden, who's not had the playoff success historically. And then you got Doc Rivers, who's uh, choked down the <laughs> endless 3-1 lead. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. But uh, I, think it's, I think it was a both, good trade for both teams. And I, I want to see them go out in the playoffs as well. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love what you said. Um, both teams got better, you know, clearly the Sixers, you know, they, I mean, Joel Embiid has been a great story, obviously, uh, MVP candidate and stuff, but you know, they weren't going to get too far with just him, you know, at the helm. Um, and obviously, you know, they moved on from Ben Simmons, who wasn't going to play for them at all. So they got James Harden in return and it appeared that James Harden wanted to be in Philly. Um, you know, and he probably wasn't going to resign with Brooklyn. So, like I said, I, I think it's a good move. Um, but Phil, I mean uh, Brooklyn, they get they get Ben Simmons. Uh, they get a defender, um, a, a ball handler, a good passer. Um, he can rebound. You know, he really just if if he you know comes back comes you know in, in shape. You know, we haven't seen him in a while. We literally haven't seen him since that last game against yeah, the Hawks. But nine months ago, right? Yeah, you know, I expect to see him. You know, coming in shape. You know, he's going to join you know Brooklyn on their upcoming road trip. Um, but I, I, I like it, man. I, I if, You know, if he can just, you know, they, they got shooters. You know what I'm saying? They got shooters. They got scores. He doesn't really have to. He doesn't have to be that guy. I mean, you know what I mean by that guy? You know what I'm saying? He doesn't really have to be, you know, that second. You know, I guess they want him to be like the second scorer and stuff like that. I mean, we'll see. Uh, but I like them getting Seth Curry in the deal. I like that because uh, I thought that was a come up. And they also got Andre Drummond. Um, so, you know, they, they got better and they also got deeper, you know, that team is kind of, you know, kind of thin, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, let's move on. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Whatever, whatever trade happened. I feel like I'm tripping. Um, I mean, it was a lot of stuff. Uh, we could talk about, I mean, do you want to go back to the Sabonis or, uh, Oh yeah, I did want to talk. I did want to talk about that. Um, it's crazy. That escaped me. I did want to talk about that. Um, uh, we had the Montez Sabonis. Uh, getting traded over from the Indiana Pacers um, over to the Kings for Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill. 
what would you think about that trade? Man, I know a lot of Kings fans were upset on Twitter and stuff <laughs> like that. They were they were really pissed off, but you know, Sabonis is a good player, so I didn't really understand, you know, too much of that. I thought it was a good trade for both teams. You know, it seemed like DeMontis Sabonis was kind of getting stale, you know, with the Pacers, with that organization. And we right. all know about the stuff that happened last year with their coach. You know, they brought in Rick Carlisle this year. It just kind of looked like mentally checked out, if, if that's the best way I can put it. But what do you think about that trade? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look up uh, Sabonis' contract right now. But, I mean, I thought that he possibly only had one or two years left on the deal um, with uh, the, the Pacers at the time. So I, I yeah, it looks like um th well this year, it looks like hold on let me let me triple check, but yeah it looks like he has well no nah, he signed through 2023-24, um so yeah I mean you know when it comes down to that I mean I think he just could have been one of those players that possibly uh, would have been unhappy with the organization not this year but next year um you could possibly say hey you know you know how you know how the you know how these guys do now man. You want to get to a good team, you can be like, hey, after next year, I'm going to be a pending free agent. I'm not going to resign here. And, you know, the team's kind of just lost. I thought Indiana already knew that they were, you know, suddenly in this rebuild stage uh, with, yeah. with with Carlisle. Um, and we know he's a championship winning coach. But I, I think he's OK with that. And they just wanted to rebuild, uh, you know, with some younger players. You got Halliburton uh, on a rookie contract. Um, I love that for them. Buddy Hill gives you some flexibility whether it's a trade piece or somebody who could just knock down shots, which is so valuable in today's NBA. So I loved it for the Pacers, who are suddenly in a rebuild plan. You know, they got rid of Levert, who's the ball yeah. hog. So um, I, I liked it for them uh, to get better. Uh, just trying to, like, you know, just rebuild. Like, rebuild with a strong coach, good foundation. But the Kings, I have no idea what they're doing. And I'm an Orlando fan, right, Mike? I'm an Orlando. We, we're a terrible <laughs> But we could at least just bring in talent and at least develop them for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Five or six to seven years before we trade them. I mean, you say this guy in a second year. I thought that was a, a little crazy for the Kings, especially when we said, listen, Sabonis could come in at the beginning of or towards the middle of next year and be like, hey, you know, I got an expiring contract next year. You might want to trade me because I'm not resigning. And then they're just stuck. So um, I, I thought a bad deal for the Kings, but really nice for the Pacers. Yeah, same, same. I agree. Uh, Cause it's like the Pacers, like they finally like accept the reality. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know they they said, you know why why not get like a nice young player like Tyrese Halliburton? You know that's my guy. You know I, I gave him out. You know a couple of plays and stuff. You know points, rebounds, and assists type of thing. But yeah, I I, I like it for the Pacers. I do, man. They 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 they're getting rid of guys. They get getting rid of guys, and they they've accepted reality and. I can I can respect the team that you know accepts reality. You know, right? We are what we are. Let's get something back for these guys. Let's get some young players. Let's get some draft picks, and let's just start over. Yep. And they still have Brogdon. I mean, who comes back? Um, I don't. I feel like they brought in another guard that I, I may be, um, uh, you know, missing right now. But they they have, still have Brogdon, who, when healthy, is one of the most efficient players, per wise, uh, that yeah. we have in the league. And I, I thought him playing with. Uh, Levert slowed them, slowed them, slowed them down uh, fully. But I think if he, him healthy next year, and we look at this team in three years, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Pacers making noises. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, some other moves that happened: we had Kristaps Porzingis uh, sent over to DC in exchange for Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't really want to spend too much on that. I just want to let the people know. 
Uh, we also had um, Derek White getting traded to the Celtics for Josh Richardson. Uh, it was just a bunch of it's just a bunch of trades that happened today. That I don't really think are gonna make too big of an impact, but it was just like you know, kind of like a bunch of whatever trades. But uh, you got anything else you wanted to talk about as far as the trade deadline? Well, uh, that what was that, that first trade you just mentioned? Um, the Porzingis. So I, yeah. I think. I think that has a a, a a tremendous impact. I don't know what the Wizards are doing. I have no idea. You throw them with the Kings. But I think that has a tremendous impact on, I mean, just Luka in the future. They're pretty much unloading money. Uh, we're going to see if Dinwiddie could play uh, well with uh, Luka. But at the end of the day, you can always trade a Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a guard, combo guard, who could, you know, hit the three, all of that. Um, but I, I just felt that, uh, it, you know, overall for them, um, they're just putting themselves in a position to go out there and get a, you know, another max player to, to run with Luca. that, you know, they can do more things than a Porzingis and Porzingis is going to, you know, he's just going to fall to the wayside. Nobody's going to really remember him in DC. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I did want to talk about some of the, you know, you're right. Uh, most of the trades, we got Ibaka to the Bucks. I thought, you know, no, I thought that was a good move too. I thought that was Yeah. A yeah. Championship wise, that might, that might, uh, you know, be the most impactful here trade here. But I mean, maybe the non-trades. Uh, we know, oh, like the I was, I was getting there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was getting there, man. Because uh, you know, I'm a Lakers fan, so I had to at least talk about it. You know, they, um, they're losers at this trade deadline. Um, I, I, I don't want to say I don't have any words because I got plenty, but I don't want to sit here and vent all night about how upset I am with this team. Uh, I don't really understand. Um, I mean, I get it. I get why they didn't make the move because it was said, you know, the Rockets wanted um, the Lakers 2027 first round pick. And I said to people earlier, I said that pick could potentially be a lottery pick in 2027. If you think about it, LeBron will be out of here by then. Um, Anthony Davis will be an older player. And if you look at this team right now, who's really the future? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I kind of get it from that standpoint, but it's, they, this Russell Westbrook thing, it's like they, they knew it wasn't working and they they tried to do something at the last minute, 55 games in. Like, it doesn't take that long to see, you know, if it's not clicking. But uh, what did you want to say? Well, I mean, I def I wanted to talk about two of the, you know, I'm, I, I love the NBA. I'm pretty, pretty much a historian with the champions. Um, but two, let's talk about two of the, the bigger franchises, right? The Lakers, we can start there. You know, they did not make a move. Um, I, I was pretty, like, uh, you know, pretty, you know, happy with the fact that they didn't make a move. Honestly, at least the move that people were talking about, the John Wall, <laughs> the John Wall move where you got to give up that 2027 pick. And you're, you're right on the money, Mike. I mean, that pick could be in the lottery in 2027. That's freaking five years down the line. Mm -hmm. um, and I did hear possibly if they're going to trade Russell Westbrook, um, it'll be in the offseason so they could pair the 2027 with a 2029 pick and Russell Westbrook. But I mean, it's just that's just a lot to think about. 2029 is so far down the line. Um, so I, but I wasn't mad because I think that Russell Westbrook, he at least, he, you know, we know that he can go out there and play games, rebound the ball. He's a bigger guard than John Wall. Um, so I, I wouldn't have liked that for them. Uh, but I mean, I want to talk about Wait, the you Knicks. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have liked it for the Lakers. No, I wouldn't have liked it for the Lakers. I mean, we haven't seen John Wall play basketball in a really that's long time. That's the thing. Because... That's my that's that's my only thing. We haven't seen John Wall fully healthy since what? 
2017? Right, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, so, I mean, I just think that, I mean, that's really tough to pull that trigger. And with that pick that we say could possibly be a lottery pick of LeBron leaves. In a I'm, hey, I'm stamping it now. I'm stamping it right here tonight. Um, we're recording. This episode will probably come out uh, the 11th. But I'm stamping it right here tonight, February the 10th at 10.52 p.m. That Lakers pick 2027 is going to be in the lottery. I'm stamping it right now. I'm, st- I'm stamping <laughs> it right now, bro. Well, there it is. I mean, I'm curious. I mean... I keep talking about like the history of basketball. Like, where will LeBron go next? But um, I mean, just just overall, though, I, I think that you know, I, I don't know, if, you know, pulling the trigger on that trade would have been good for the franchise, you know, uh, past 2023. But I also wanted to talk about the Knicks. Uh, I mean, we know they they've been going through it, with, you know, losing a lot of games lately. Um, they didn't make any any moves at the deadline. They were possibly talking about, I guess. Maybe they have some uh, Evan Fournier buyer's remorse, but um, you know, <laughs> la- you know, last year they traded for Fournier. I mean, you know, I- I'm not, I'm not too mad at it, but I did think a move they could have, you know, they could have possibly made um, to to help them get some scoring. But I-, I do feel their youth. So, like I said, I'm not too mad at them either. We consider youth, right? Where will this Knicks team be in a few years? R.J. Barrett has been playing well, 28 yeah. points a game lately, uh, shooting up 38. percent That's from three, that's amazing. So, you know, guys like him, Opie Toppin. Um, so, uh, and then, but I don't know about the Tibbs thing. I don't know how long that's going to work overall. I don't think it's going to last too much longer. Yeah, I mean, we know how, like, second-year Tibbs is a thing. So, um, but I did, I was very curious if they would make a, a, you know, a move at the deadline. We know how the Knicks fans are. And then, um, you know, it's just like, they want to go back to the playoffs, back-to-back seasons. So I want to see how long that, that marriage is going to last. But I thought I thought a move could be made, but they decided not to pull it. Yeah, forward. and Julius Randle, yeah, his name was floating around in some rumors. Right. One more, one more trade I wanted to talk about before we uh, move on to NFL. Uh, the um, the Portland Trailblazers, they traded C.J. McCollum over to the Pelicans. Uh, what, what, what you think about that, man? Uh, and, and, you know, Damian Lillard, he says he still wants to stay, uh, stay with Portland and he's not ducking the grind and stuff like that. I, I I can't help this guy no more, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with Dame, it's just like, bro, what are you what are you doing? What are you talking about? You don't you, the grind, like, you, bro, you're about to be awful, like. And then the NBA, like, it's getting a little more physical these days, right? Like, it's not yeah. it's not how it was, like, you know, you know, five years ago. It's getting a little more physical these days, and we've seen already the like, you know, since since the uh, you know, um, what was the Olympics. Dame Lillard is not like what Dame Lillard was, you know, two years ago. So mm-hmm. it, it's just like, yo, times are changing. He's about 31, almost 32 years old maybe now. But yeah, it, it's just like, bro, eventually you got to want to put yourself in the position to try to win a championship or not. I mean, you know, he's a great player regardless. But um, yeah, I can't help him either. I thought it was a good for the Pelicans to make yeah, the I did move. too. Um, I think they, you know, they, they've about a 500 team since like late December. So, uh, you know, for that and then just the Zion factor. Listen, I know that we don't know like what's going to happen with Zion. It's it's a big it's an it's an enigma. He's an enigma. Right. But, yeah. uh, you you know, GM, you know, obviously he won a championship in Cleveland, but your back's against the wall. You got to try to make a move because, look, Zion could walk in two years. I know he's on a rookie deal. Um, you know, he's been hurt. He hasn't played, but somebody might sign Zion, right? And I've seen it as an Orlando fan. You know, Shaq is probably literally the only superstar to never sign a second contract. 
So, I mean, this guy could walk and you see him in, you know, 2026 and he's suddenly, you know, he's that dominant guy. And he really got it all together. So, uh, you know, I know it's a lot of camps involved, stuff like that. But I think that at least lets, lets you know, Zion's camp know that, hey, they are serious about winning and want to, you know, pair, you know, him, Ingram and uh, uh, CJ McCollum as well. So I thought that that's what they needed to do, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I liked it because, uh, you know, their roster is currently constructed. There was nobody who could consistently get their own shot besides Brandon Ingram. So, you know, and now you got another guy that can do it. So I, I do like it, man. I mean, the, I guess the Pelicans probably felt they had to do something. And, you know, I guess a, a guard of that caliber, it seemed like he was the only one, I guess, like kind of available. So, yeah, I like I like it. I like it for them. Uh, the, the Clippers also made a couple of moves. Like this was like before the, the deadline madness, but they got um, Robert Covington, Norman Powell um, from the Trailblazers. I thought those were some good moves. You know, whenever Paul George and Kawhi come back, like they, the Clippers are still solid, man. They're still fighting, you know, and jockeying for playoff position. So I thought those were some solid pickups as well. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm not. You know, I don't see the Clippers. You know, you know being a championship team this year, but I think it does bode well for them next year. Um, you know, around this time where we expect a healthy Kawhi. I never expected Kawhi to play this season. Same. But yeah, we can expect probably a healthier Kawhi, a healthier Kawhi around this time of the season going into the second half of the year with the Norman Powell's of the world, Paulies, and uh see if they can go ahead and make another run. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Any, any other NBA stuff, man? I know you told me specifically you wanted to come here and talk NBA, but we talked some good stuff, man. You got anything else you want to add in or discuss? Um, Yeah, I mean, well, I think, you know, LeBron's always a big story. And you mentioned that he could possibly leave in a couple of years. Uh, it's just really, it's a really, you know, important time for LeBron James. Like, that, he has to put himself in a position to win when we talk about, I mean, I know, when we talk about the GOAT, like, you know, most people are going to say, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. There are some people that are going to say Kobe Bryant. But, I mean, he could put himself in a position to win a fifth championship. You're, you're right there as far as, you know, the, I mean, you know, people already know LeBron is great. But you're right there, the historic, you know, the historics. You won five. You could possibly get to six. But, you you know what I mean? If, if it takes another couple of years, two or three years, it's going to be, it's going to be too late. So, I, I think that's just kind of what I want to talk about, uh, you know, finish off on. Yeah. Um, especially when he plays with Russell Westbrook, who still has not won a championship, and AD, who is just underwhelming. Underwhelming overall is, you know, one of the greats. So, And he was already on the top 75, um, you know, a little prematurely, some, some would yeah. argue. Yeah. Um, so, hold on, real quick. I want, do you think, this, this, was, this was talked about on NBA Countdown last night, and they were talking about something I mentioned um, do you think anything would change if Russell Westbrook were to come off the bench? Uh, I, I think so. I think, I mean, I think it would be definitely more effective. He doesn't need to be out there with LeBron standing in the yeah, corner. Yeah, it don't trying, work. It just it don't just, work. Yeah, it, never, it was never going to work that way. Uh, so, I mean, we've seen plenty of players it not work that way with. So, I think that definitely will work. But, I mean, to what extent? I mean, they don't they don't defend well, and I, I mean not yeah. that's from top to bottom. So I don't I don't think that'll you know put them in a, a championship uh, in a championship role. I, I just think that um, they'll they'll be able to play better and possibly win a series. But I'm not I don't think that they'll win a championship off that. 
Yeah, and when you talk about defensively, you know, when they won the championship in the bubble, they were a really, really good defensive team. Right. Among the best defensive teams in the league. Um, they were they were rated really, really high. But uh yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't I low key <laughs> I low key don't think doesn't don't think LeBron will win another ring. Uh I mean it's tough to say. You know, I feel like, you know, the Lakers, you know, we've seen them in the past, you know, pull off. You know, big moves. Whether something happens in the off season, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm just not seeing ring number five for LeBron. I don't, I, I don't see. It. I I can only see it because he still plays so well. I mean, yeah, I mean that's true. He can still do it as the the number one, but it, it's just not. It can't be him, and I don't think. I mean, it can't be him. And AD AD doesn't play enough. You know, uh, healthy like he, he just doesn't do it enough. Like he's not that type of guy. So. You got two guys that, you know, LeBron gets banged up a little bit now. And I think that's all right. But you need a, a, a third effective player or he just has to go elsewhere to try to get that, that fifth ring. Yeah. I will say this, though. I, if the Lakers somehow get into the playoffs, I I wouldn't be too happy and too excited about seeing them in the seven-game series. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, me either. Yeah, me either. I, 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 just, I just wouldn't be happy. You know what I'm saying? I I'd be I'd be stressed out, you know. It's not then they're gonna obviously be a lower seed when they get if they get in. So I I, I wouldn't be so excited to see them. But right, but, but my, my bad. Just to finish the two years two years from now. I mean, Russi he will his his contract will have expired, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't be on their books. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, can they could possibly get another third star? Uh, I mean, you know that that I think that will possibly put them. But I mean, LeBron has to you know defeat Father Time for two more years. So we got to see about that. Yeah, we got to see. I mean, if anybody can do it, he can do it. I'll see yeah. that. All right, so let's move on real quick. Um, NFL honors um, happened. And honestly, there were no surprises to me. Uh, I'm just going to read off the awards. And, P, you know, you could tell me your thoughts and stuff. Or maybe, you know, you had somebody, you thought somebody should have won uh, such and such. But I'm going to read it off real quick. So MVP, uh, I guess no one's surprised. And <laughs> that's funny because we had this... Uh, we had a chicken sandwich bat. And yeah. I don't think anybody's QB won. No. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, he won MVP. Offensive player of the year was my guy, Cooper Cup. Defensive player of the year was TJ Watt. Offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. Comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. Coach of the year, Mike Vrabel. Uh, assistant coach of the year, Dan Quinn. And Walter Payton, man of the year, was Andrew Whitworth. Uh, P, you got anything on this? Or what you think about these awards, bro? I mean, yeah, let's, let's just start off with the, uh, I mean, these LSU receivers. Jamar Chase, named Rookie of the Year, um, including a, a rookie record of 266 yards in that win over the Chiefs in Week 17. Um, I mean, he, he was just incredible to watch. Uh, so, I, I mean, you know, when we play these prop, prop bets during the season, some on receivers and guys like him and Justin Jefferson, like you really see if you watch them every down because you have a prop bet on them, right? They really get open every single down. And it's like, wow, these guys are really that that nice. So yeah. I love this. I love to see guys like that. And then the other rookie of the year, I think this might be my favorite player in the NFL now. I mean, I was a Luke Keekly guy uh, circa 2015, but Michael Parsons, I mean, he just goes out there every single play and just gives us all. Even in the Pro Bowl, he was going pretty hard out there. So yeah. I, I just I just enjoy watching him play. Uh, you know, he, he got some um, LT comparisons, which he has a, a lot to, to do to, you know, reach that plateau. But 
Um, it was incredible to watch him throughout the season. And uh, he just gives it every single play. So I love to watch him. TJ Watt, uh, Depoy, um, tied the uh, straight hand record for sacks in the season. Although uh, Favre took a dive on that, that straight hand record. So it's always a little tainted <laughs> to me, Astrid. But I mean, lastly, I mean, um, or Cooper Cup, we got to talk about. He was just crazy good this year in the Super Bowl now. I'm pretty sure he's going to score a touchdown out there. People want to prop bet. Uh, I think we'll, we'll touch on that right before we sign off. But, yes, sir. Uh, Cooper Cup, just incredible uh, this season. Um, lo- love to see the, you know, I mean, let's just call it out the white receiver. Like, I love to see that he just balled out like that. He cannot be stopped. And Aaron Rodgers, another MVP, but I don't know. Everybody's looking at him sideways right now. So, good for him. <laughs> they are definitely looking at Aaron Rodgers sideways. I mean, congrats to him for being the MVP, but it's like, it's like it's it's I, I don't want to say it don't mean nothing, but you know what I mean. It it, it yeah. what does it really mean? You know, I mean that's cool. Um, Cooper Cup, you just mentioned him. That's my guy. I, I got a two mile horn. Um, he was a Curry in the pot draft sleeper back in 2017, and um, when he came out of Eastern Washington, so I got a two mile horn on that okay. one. Uh, I'm not gonna sit up here and say I knew he would be this. You know, what I'm saying I knew he'd be good, but I didn't think you know. Obviously, I couldn't foresee, you know, such success like this. But I'm happy for the guy, uh, especially since I identified him as a draft leader back in 2017. Uh, y'all can go check that out, man. I also dropped that on the montage episode number 150. But shout out to Cooper Cup, man. He's been a baller. And like P said, I think he will get into the end zone on the Super Bowl. So um, shout out to him. Uh, TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. Um, he was outstanding, man. He he was really good. I know he was upset that he didn't get it. I believe that was last year where he didn't get it. He was upset. Um, but shout out to him. Uh, Jamar Chase was an absolute baller. I didn't know. I I didn't know how good he would be. Um, but I guess you know you you reunite him with his um, college quarterback and the Bengals. You know that obviously they said, you know we got to get these two in here together and. Voila, look look what happens. This this magical year, and Jamar Chase is a big part of that. Um, So shout out to him, outstanding rookie year. Um, Michael Parsons, you mentioned, absolute baller. is a guy that roots for the Washington franchise. Uh, You know, that's going to suck to see for the next, you know, dozen years. (laughs) Uh, But he's a freaking beast. He's a freaking beast. Uh, Yeah, my bad. Can I touch on Parsons? I mean, he just had some crazy, but he was the first anonymous uh, winner of the defensive rookie of the year. And he had... um, uh, NFL high 18.3 uh, um, pressure rate on, on his pass rushes. So, I mean, it's just, just crazy to see for a rookie. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, shout out to Joe Burrow for winning comeback player of the year. I know him and Dak both came off with some nasty injuries, but that's crazy, man. Shout out to Joe Burrow. And then the coach of the year was Mike Vrabel. Um, the Titans had 99 different players play for them this year. Mm. Um, they had Derrick Henry out, AJ Brown out, Julio Jones out. Like I said, 99 different players on their on their active roster this year. That's that's ridiculous. That's really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans got that ended up getting the one seed in one twelve games. Um, so I yeah, I definitely see the case for that. And um, Dan Quinn, assistant coach of the year, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, anything else, P, on this? Or are you ready to move on to the big dance on Sunday? Uh, I think we can move on to the big dance for sure. 
All right, let's get it, man. So Super Bowl Sunday is is um is approaching really, really soon. Uh first of all, I wanna say if you say you knew the Bengals were going to the Super Bowl, you're a damn liar to anybody out there. <laughs> because hey, yo, I was I was at work talking to somebody about the um about the Super Bowl. You know, I was talking to a woman and she said she wasn't really into sports like that. And I was telling her, you know, who's in the Super Bowl. She's like, so who's in the Super Bowl? I said, you know, there's going to be a Rams and the Bengals. She said, the Bengals? The <laughs> Bengals are good? Like, even even she knew that the Bengals were trash right. at one point in time. So that goes to show you that the Bengals, I, I don't even know what their odds were to reach the Super Bowl, let alone win it. Win it. And I think they were like plus a thousand to win a division or whatever. But um they've been a great story uh cinderella story one might say um but i definitely did not expect them to be here and on the flip side you got the rams um nfc champions i'm not gonna say that i i, I expect them to be here but i'm not surprised that they're here at all um but the nfc is you know loaded with teams you know you could have made so many cases you know i thought i i honestly thought it was going to be the packers or the rams representing the nfc Glad it's the Rams. Uh, that is my mom's team. So shout out to my mom. Uh, she's gonna be going crazy in here on Sunday. She's really going all out, P. She got football <laughs> plates. She got the Rams plates. She had cookies baked that are like the Rams like logo on the cookies. It's it's crazy. She has Rams cups. Um, she has all of her Rams shirts laid out uh, in one of the guest rooms in, in our house. It's, it's crazy, man. So I, I, I just hope the Rams win because she's going to be very, very upset if they do lose. But I'm more so just hoping for a good game. And, um, you know, the spread is currently four. Uh, I had the over under. I don't even know where it's at. Um, uh, 48 and a half. 48 and a half. Okay. So I, I'm excited, man. You know, Super Bowl is just one of those, you know, events that we love. You know, the halftime show, I'm looking forward to that. You know, Mary J, um, Dr. Dre. Eminem, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but P, man, talk to me about the Super Bowl, man. How do you feel? Um, did you expect this? I'm sure you didn't, but you can go ahead and tell me, man. How you feel, bro? I know you love football. Football is your, your you know, one of your. It's like your specialty to bat outside of college basketball. But just talk to me, man. Talk to the people. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, from the other side of it, NFC. I mean, I guess some people, a lot of people, had the Rams being in the Super Bowl. Um, and you know they 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 play well this uh, during this playoff run, uh, but I mean it's just it's finally good to just get to this point where two mm -hmm. two teams can truly just be celebrated for you know a couple weeks. You know it's a lot of hard work put in from just our standpoint as podcasters on a week to week basis. Like can you imagine being a coach or a player and waking up at four a.m. you know doing all that stuff on a daily basis? Um, and it still doesn't stop with, you know, the teams that are out of the playoffs, right? They're thinking about, you know, who they're going to draft and, you know, re-signing. So uh, just kudos to the Bengals and the um, uh, the uh, Rams as well. But uh, for the game standpoint, I, I, I think, um, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I mean, the spread is four, four and a half some places. Um, but, I mean, Joey covers. That's, this guy just continues <laughs> to cover games uh, since he got into the league. Um, we know we know he's, he's well. I mean, he's catching he's catching points on the road, uh, and you know, anytime or all AFC North and NFC West opponents under the current regime uh, catching points on the road um, are sixty percent or greater. So I mean, they're 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 nice in this spot. Uh, the the Bengals are, 
And I mean, I just think uh, it'd be a pretty close game. I would probably, I'll, I'll probably lean with the Bengals plus the points. So I think it's pretty much going to be uh, come down a, a field goal. So, um, you know, and I, I think both teams could pass rush. So it's going to be a pretty good game. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to seeing, I mean, Joe Burrow, can he pull off the, the Brady? Um, that's pretty much what this beat would be. I mean, it's in his second year. So um, I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm excited to see Cup, the offense, the stars of Los Angeles. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm ready for Sunday. Yes, yes. Uh, the Rams are uh, in their in their own stadium. That should be interesting. Uh, I'm I'm like UP right now. At least at this present moment, I lean with the Bengals. Uh, I've I've picked against them every single game uh, during this playoff. Mm -hmm. I thought they were gonna. I, I, no, I actually thought you know that Bengals Raiders game could have went either way. But then I was like, all right, they're gonna lose to the Titans. Then I was like, all right, bro, they're gonna lose to the Chiefs. <laughs> so now I don't know. I can't even sit up here definitively or confidently say that the Bengals are gonna lose to the Rams. I just don't know. I, I I just don't know. Like I said, I hope the Rams win. I'm, I probably won't put no cheddar on it. Probably won't put no money on it. Um, I just hope the Rams win, just because that's my mom's team. Like she, she real, she go crap. I know you seen the IG story, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I hope the Rams win. But like, if I had to bet it, like I probably go with the Bengals plus the four. Man, I I think it's gonna be that close of a game. And uh, you know, if you're into like conspiracy theories. Uh, the Simpsons, you know, they be predicting stuff. Uh, the Simpsons have the Bengals winning 34 to 31. So <laughs> go in and put some bread on that correct score, if you will. Um, maybe put some bread on the Bengals. I mean, if you like the Bengals to win, Joe Burrow probably win Super Bowl MVP. Might as well just bet that instead of Ben Bengals money line. Him or Jamar Chase, somebody like that. Um but yeah, P, let's get into some some fun stuff, man. You got some angles for me. I know you discussed. And make sure you guys go check out the newest episode of What's the Line podcast. Uh, the fellas discuss. Pretty much everybody was on there besides me. Uh, it was a full house. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm glad, I'm glad you guys had Paris on there because I loved it. his insight on props because that guy, <laughs> he's just different, man. But I'm sure it was, it, was a, it was a really good episode. I tuned in, but I'm sure, you know, everyone who... Who does tap in, man? They they'll like it, man. It was you know good insights talking about so many different angles, you know all the funny stuff. Uh, but Pete, what you got, man? I know you got some fun stuff for me, bro. So let let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, we could we could definitely start with the fun stuff first. Um, yeah, I mean one of the one of the things we talk about on the podcast that we love. You gotta you gotta lay a little a lot of vig here, but minus two hundred. Uh, what will be said first, COVID or Omicron? Um, so. We like the minus two hundred on a COVID, so uh, we, we feel we, we listen. If, if you're if you're if you like to bet uh, a lot of vig, you know, feel a little comfortable. We we, we definitely recommend that. Um, one one of the other things that I like was, um, and I guess this isn't as funny, but what will what will be said first? Uh, this is a really a like for me. Um, what will be said first? Detroit Lions or Jared Goff? Um, Jared Goff is mine. I mean. Detroit Lions is minus 130. I like the Detroit Lions a lot there. Um, I just think they're going to talk about Stafford and his, his time with the Detroit Lions before they talk about a former quarterback who's not even playing in this game, nor did he play in the playoffs. So um, I, I like that bet a lot. Um, and then uh, just other funny stuff. Let me pull up my prop sheet. I, I can give you some of um, 
Um, I, I, my guy, uh, Paris props while, while I'm looking. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely likes uh, Cooper Cup and uh, Cooper Cup to score a touchdown and Stafford over 225 passing yards. That's plus 111. You can still get that at plus, uh, plus money. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about personally is uh, this this field goal uh, or the opening kickoff, right? It's mm. becoming a big deal. People, a lot of people talking about it now. Uh, as of as of yesterday, you can still get it at plus money, and I think you probably the last day you can get it is a uh, Friday, still at plus money. But um, the opening kickoff to not be a touchback uh, out of the last twenty Super Bowls, um, there have only been two touchbacks in the opening kickoff. Um, it's a brand new ball that they bring out, like fresh. They go straight into the Hall of Fame after. Um, but yeah, they bring out that ball out of a box. They pass it over, and the kickers get usually kickers get to warm up with the uh, to kick the ball. This is not a ball that they get to warm up and kick. Um, but yeah, the last 18 out of tw- uh, 18 out of 20 have not been touchbacks. So um, that's a pretty good prop, and it's getting some steam. So uh, you may have to lay the minus 110. When you hear this, or uh, if you hear this a little too late, but there's still value there. So I yeah. wanted to point that out. And um, I got I got some more from Paris as well, um, if you need them. But we can get that out at the very end if you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the list of all the fun stuff, because this stuff, this stuff was pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got it up now. We can, we can definitely talk some more fun stuff. Um, <laughs> Uh, what what will be? Hey, P, uh, I love how you do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I do that. I think it's just like a timing thing, right? Give me a little, and it's no like no um no dry like airspace for the. Yeah, it my takes the space there. of saying like um or <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, it it definitely fills that void. It it's it's certainly a podcast. I didn't do that until we start podcasting. <laughs> um, but uh, so Super Bowl MVP uh first mention. What were they first mention? In the game, team teammates is minus 125. Family is plus 700. Uh, God religions plus 225. Um, city fans is plus 750. So I wanted to point that out. Uh, more what you, fun. What you, what you feeling on that? Um, on that, I, I would I would lean team teammates. I mean, like when I talked about it, it's a, it's a long grind. I mean, yeah. You know, day to day, these guys are waking up early in the morning together, spending late nights watching film. So I, I would think it should be teammates. So you probably got to lay the, the minus 125 there. But I mean, there are some people to point it out. Uh, like Keith, Papa Keith pointed out the Bengals win a Super Bowl, man. Somebody might like shout out the fans like this is for you, Cincinnati. So, yeah, I um, think so, too. Yeah, you could be. I, I'm probably a little more weary and I don't want to lay the 125 considering that could happen. But um, well, what will um, it says what will be here? It says here what will be shown first? Uh, we got Magic, or who will be shown first? We got Magic Johnson at plus 200, LeBron James at plus 250, Kevin Hart plus 275, Justin Timberlake is plus 300, and Clayton Kershaw is plus 500. Um, Papa Keys pointed out there's some, I, I like I like Magic Johnson to be shown first. He's been the center of uh, Los Angeles for 40 years at this point. But I mean, there there is some, I mean, Clayton Kershaw, best friend of Matthew Stafford, and also, uh, you know, he's a Dodger. They just won a championship two years ago. So there, there's some, you know, some value on Kershaw there. Oh, yeah, they kind of look alike. Yeah. Yeah, they kind they kind of look alike as well. And speaking of lookalikes, right? There, there's a. Yeah, there you go. Bring that <laughs> up. 
There's a uh, there's a prop. Will Joe Barrow be compared to Macaulay Culkin, uh, Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin? If you don't know, uh, you can just compare those two and look them up while this prop exists. But the no is minus 2,000. The yes is plus 700. Um, I, w- I would not lay the 2,000. But if Macaulay Culkin is at the game, right? We don't know. Maybe he's at the game. And if he is at the game, you might want to check his Instagram and stuff the day of. If he's yeah. at the game, they may show him and compare his, compare his look. So the plus 700 has some value. Yeah, make sure you check that, man. He might be might post on his IG story, you know, Los Angeles, California. He might post that or something. But uh, just wanted to read a couple of more of these fun stuff, you know, just for the people. You know, there's National Anthem Limp over under 95 seconds. Um, You got, uh, you got the Gatorade color. Yep. I forgot what it was last year. I always forget, right? We always forget. I, I literally <laughs> do. I forgot what it was last year. I'm feeling... I'm feeling purple this year, though. I don't know why. <laughs> um, well, purple, purple's plus one thousand, ten to win you hundred. So I'm, I'm feeling that too. Yeah, that's a, I, I put I put something on that. <laughs> I put something on. That. I'm feeling that. Um, you got who's shown first during the national anthem? Will it be head coach Sean McVay, Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase? Um, or I say show Odell. He ain't even listed. <laughs> um. <laughs> You got the how many commercials will have a baby in it. I know you talked about this one, P. Yep. I like that one. Over under is two. Yeah, I, I, I like the over. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got NFL, MLB slash NBA players appear in commercials over under seven and a half. That joint is going over. Because you remember that that one NFL commercial where all the players, they were like tackling each other. You know mm, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do remember that. Yep. A it was like a years free ago. Yeah. commercial or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you remember that one. Um, but but I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You got any um you got anything else as far as the fun stuff or you want to get into some real deal stuff? Well, I mean, I, I'll get into some, I'll just get into some best bets. I know, I mean, some people out there might want to listen and really, you know, lay uh and win, win some bread so i'll give you i'll give uh the prop gods to end it uh, i guess i'll start off with mine so um out of these I, I really like i mean i'm more willing to lay a little more vig um in the super bowl than any any time more um but the lsu to be said first minus 150 over ohio state i love that a lot i mean joe burrow lsu quarterback wait where is that hold on you got this on the sheet uh yeah it's uh so oh, oh, down, oh, oh. I, I want parts of that oh yeah, if, if you start from the top it is right before the question number eight so what will be said first lsu is minus 150 over ohio state um i like that a lot i just think lsu quarterback lsu wide receiver and jamar chase it might get to say it uh, twice two to three times before they say ohio state um so Odell Beckham also went to LSU too. Odell Beckham also went to LSU. So yeah, they I, I really like that a lot. And like I said, I don't I don't mind laying a little bit more in the Super Bowl with the Vig. And what else did I like? Oh, uh, I think I mentioned the Jared Goff already. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Cross sport props. There's um um I was doing I'm doing a little more due diligence in this, but Rams right and they're they're laying minus one thirty to have more touchdowns than Jason Tatum has three-point field goals made. Uh, Tatum is plus 100. There's some value there. Rams team total is expected to score about three touchdowns, about 23, 24. So they expect to score three touchdowns. 
Jason Tatum is going up against um, the Atlanta Hawks, who's about 29th in three-point uh, oh, yeah. opponents deficiency. Uh-huh. And then uh, lastly, just with your mom, Mike, uh, Jason Tatum grew up in St. Louis. I would think he's a Rams fan that's rooting for his guys, so might might put a little more pep in his step for this game. So there's some there's some extreme value there. And um yeah, I, I can get into the prop gods after that. All right, I like it, man. Um I personally don't have any best bets. I'm personally I'm personally telling the prop guy. I'm letting everybody know that now. I'm personally telling yeah. everything. I, I probably tell everything P. I'm 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 telling everything best best related man you guys got to get involved get into the discord man uh i'm just gonna have some fun uh probably throw like you know ten dollars on everything man we, we're gonna have some fun with this stuff man yeah for sure got to so uh are we about to read off uh all right so let me, let me read off some of the prop guys and if you don't oh, yeah, hold know on, Pete, hold on oh, i yeah, gotta ask you you got a teaser for me man you got you you, you, uh, you you're right the i'm teaser, the teaser bro. guy listen all right so here's, here's what i do i would definitely i'm gonna tease the Bengals up to plus 11 and a half or i mean plus 11 no this is how many what, what can i gonna, get we're gonna do our six or we gonna, i'm gonna do six we're gonna do six and a half I'm going to do six and a half just so I can get that hook. Get and I, and I know it. I can get it at that minus 120. Uh-huh. Uh, and for all those that are listening, if you do a teaser after minus 120, you lose your value. So never play a teaser over minus 120. So I'm going to take the Cincinnati plus the uh, 10 and a half points. So I don't want no push there on the 10. And then I'll, I'll also take the under, uh, what is this? 50, 55. I'll take the under 55. Um, I know both teams are expected to score a lot, but uh, both teams um, can sack the quarterback as well. So yeah. I think, um, oh, also, I like the over five and a half sacks. You can probably get that at plus money as well um, for the Super Bowl. Is that for the game? Yeah, that's for the game, over five and a half. And that, that was at plus money when I checked yesterday. Your bro got sacked nine times in one playoff game. I, hey, listen up, people. That's what I'm saying. And I think uh, Stafford would be a little more inclined in this big of a game to take a sack rather than throw an interception. Mm-hmm. Playing it safe. I got that. I like that. Yeah. I said, look what I did. I got oh, people. I didn't even do this last night. I got him to give me I got him to give me a teaser, man. That's Leave right. me killing it with the teaser. I personally went five and zero on them things this year on the Any Up show, so <laughs> so I personally did. But but P, that he, he always be killing with the teaser. He be he be dropping them things every week. So shout out shout out. I got P to give me a teaser, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, so let's get into these uh these best bets from the prop guy, man. Uh, he killed it this year. I don't have his exact numbers in front of me, but <laughs> let me pull him up. Matter of fact, he went crazy because he be dropping them every. Yeah, man, I, I can pull them up for you, Mike. Uh, you just go ahead and do your thing. Um, I can pull them up. I was going to dish it over to you. Um, but yeah, go oh. and pull up his numbers real quick. And you can, you know, we can read, read off some of his uh, his best bets. Um, but yeah, he killed it this year. He he absolutely killed it. I was I was kind of mad that I didn't I didn't ride with him a little more on these props. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs, I mean, he was, I mean, playoffs 21, 11, and 1. Um, and then uh, through week 18, 181, 72, and 20. Uh, so that's plus 92 units in the regular season. It's a prop guy. We call him that for a reason. Uh, the numbers tend to come home. Even if you can't get it at the, the number that he gave out, um, I usually like to pro- I mean, parlay two of them and adjust the yeah. number maybe at a half. 
to give me a better number. Like if he likes over three and a half receptions, I can get it at three and parlay that with another thing that he likes and get that a plus money. So, I mean, he, he, he just, listen, been, been putting money in my pockets for, for years at this point. So shout out to the prop guy. But yeah, let's read them off. So uh, Joe Mixon, he likes under 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Um, he also likes Samaji Piran of the Bengals uh, running back over eight and a half receiving yards. Um, also, Samaji Piran over one and a half receptions. Uh, he likes Aaron Donald over four and a half tackles. Um, Joe Mixon under 63 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Mick, McPherson, who some people are calling him McKixer. I don't know how to say it. It doesn't, doesn't flow off the tongue, but that's the Bengals uh, kicker over one and a half field goals made, minus 130. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, at least 25 receiving yards and Cooper Cup, at least 80 receiving yards. Parlay that for minus 115. Uh, he likes T Higgins over five and a half receptions. I like that as well. Yeah, he's been killing. He, he's been killing, man. Because, you know, Jamar Chase is going to get the uh, Jalen Ramsey. Well, Jalen Ramsey is going to get the Jamar Chase assignment. So that should free up, uh, you know, some T Higgins. Hey, a low key sneakily like Odell Beckham Jr. over 62 and a half yards. I'm, I'm assuming Eli Apple is going to be checking him and i'm sure he gave him the work uh all those practices in, in new york but hey right go ahead Pete. oh yeah i mean we just got a few more but that was a double like or it looks like a might be a triple like with mike uh t higgins over five and a half receptions um last couple of oh, rams team total over three and a half sacks that that coincides with my uh play for over five and a half sacks on the game and then total mm -hmm. field goals over three and a half you can get that at plus 130. So that is a prop guy. Listen, I will play all of those. If you can only play $10 units, play $10 units. If you only play $5 units, play $5 units. Um, and just, you know, play all of them straight. And be profitable. Come up. Profit. Yes. Yes, man. I'm, I'm having fun, man. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm, re I'm really, <laughs> really excited for this stuff, man. Uh, I don't have anything else to add, but bet responsibly and enjoy the game. I'm definitely gonna enjoy it, man. Uh, P, I'm sure you're probably going somewhere. Uh, I, I, I would, if it wasn't for COVID, man, I, yeah, I would have, a, it would be a big thing going on over here. But it'd be a little something, man. Thank you, know, shout out to my mom. She, she's having a little something, but yeah, man, bet responsibly if you are betting. Uh, you know, it's some, it's a lot of fun stuff to bet on, so. I would say get involved, man. You know, you got some some spare money, you know. Go ahead, go ahead, have some fun with us, man. We we're looking to win and we're looking to finish off the year on a strong note and you know, get on to the rest of these sports, man. But uh P, if you got anything to add, if you don't have anything to add, I'll wrap this thing up. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. But I definitely agree. Bet responsibly, bet, bet what you can afford to lose, and uh just have fun while doing it uh as well. So wanted to piggyback on that. Yes, sir, yes, sir, man. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. Uh, I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and you know this was a very fun episode, man. NBA trade deadline, uh, Super Bowl, NFL honors, you got it all here, man. And we're even giving out some free plays. So, want to thank everybody for listening one last time. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry. I'm signing out. Episode number 188 is done. Peace.